What's going on, everybody? Sorry it's been so long since we've had a new episode, but we got a new one for you today. Um, I think that everybody will enjoy. It's not so much sports-related. Um, so today's show, I uh, sat down with Jada Williams. She's a Florida crime reporter out of Tallahassee for the du- network WTXL down there. Um, we talked about a month ago, and... My computer just didn't want to cooperate with the audio, so it has been a while, but she has bared with me, and now we finally have the show up. Uh, you can follow Jada on Twitter at Jada E. Williams, um, and that's also in the description here of this show. Uh, Jada's appeared regularly on Court TV and has been on shows like 2020, and um, we talk about everything from crazy cases that she's reported on to life as a crime reporter. Um, be sure to like and leave us a review um, here on Apple and Spotify podcast app. Um, and also be sure to follow us on Twitter at Mind of Griff, all spelled out. Um, if you need to reach us by email, you can email us at the Curious Mind of Griff, all spelled out at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, here's my conversation with Jada. Enjoy. I know it was senior semester, obviously, but like, I don't I remember. Think, I, I don't know, like, if there was a story there. I don't, I don't know. think so. I think what happened was, I think maybe it was like, it had to have been either me talking or you talking about New Girl or me talking about New Girl and, or Shameless. It could have been Shameless too. And I think I might have just like, I have this <laughs> bad thing where I like, if I hear somebody talking about something that I feel like, I know and I can give an opinion on I'd like jump in their conversation and it's like the worst thing ever oh shit I think it might have been I was talking about how I was super into Nick but I date guys that look like Schmidt <laughs> I think that was it I think that was Who it. Was, I think I was talking to like Matt and Colin and I think Parks was like over on the side of the conversation <laughs> oh man you just you just tapped into a memory yeah I think so I think that was it I think that was it but I was thinking about that like uh when I was on the way back to my house just now I was like how the fuck did me and Jay even become friends like it was weird the sad part is that like I cannot remember how almost any of my friendships started yeah I don't I don't know what that says about me but I'm like (laughs) I don't know. I I just woke up one day and we were friends. Yeah, and we're just butts. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I was thinking about that, but yeah. So how has life treated you since we last chatted? Um, life has been great. Yeah. I'm I'm predisposed to like hate everything, so like, I'm never happy. But <laughs> yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, life's been great. I mean, I I 
got a good job, moved to a decent city, made great friends. I, I mean, there's no complaints for where my life has gone from 2017 to 2021. Yeah. I, I thought it was 2000. I was like, it's not 2021 yet. And then I'm like, um, yeah, it is. It's almost March. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's funny because I keep looking, like thinking back and March of 2020 feels like yesterday. And I remember exactly what we were doing. Like mm-hmm. I remember my boyfriend and I taking a trip down to Tampa and and all of that. And it's funny because I visited a station in Tampa and the day that I visited, it was March the 3rd. And that was the day before they had broken a story about the first COVID case in Hillsborough County. And the Department of Health was lying about it. Really? So I was there for all of that. And it's really funny. I was thinking about it today. Like, just looking back at how different it was. Like, they allowed me inside the station. Without a mask? There was so much unknown about COVID. Like, no mask. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we went to, like, a wine tasting in a tiny room. And it was, like, 15 people packed into this really tiny little room. And I'm like, that wouldn't happen. And there was a glass blowing class that we just like waltzed into on a whim with tons of people. Like that's not happening anymore. So it's really funny. I was literally thinking about that trip today. Like everything is completely different. And and we didn't even know that all of this shit was ahead of us. Yeah. Two weeks later, it was a wrap. Mm -hmm. Like, me and my mm-hmm. friends, it was, I remember because the NCAA tournament was about to start and me and my friends had gotten a beach house in Myrtle Beach to go watch that first round. And we had to cancel the trip because like everybody, it was like, they got into a competition on who could cancel what first it felt like, but I mean, understandably so, but it was, it was, it, it feels like that year just like, just didn't happen. It's so exactly weird. like, it just feels like a year went by and. I started well, a new job in 2020 and everything, but it still, it just felt like that year just didn't happen. Kind of. I mean, like I am in Florida, so. Oh yeah. You got all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff happening. So like life just continued in Florida. Like <laughs> it, we, we were in like pandemic mode from end of March to like middle of May. And then they were like, you know what? Yeah. Let's live our lives. Let's go back to what we know and love. I saw a video of a grocery store in Florida like a couple of days ago and there's just nobody in the stores even wearing a mask. And I was like, I guess COVID's not a thing anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah, COVID hasn't been a thing in Florida since like July, June. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. That's it's Florida. It's Florida. Yeah. Who's surprised? So does does Florida live up to like the Florida man thing? Without a doubt. Yeah. What's the craziest Florida man story you've had to report on that you can think of? There's so many. Oh my God. Um, so this, this one's pretty interesting. Um, and if, if we're talking recent, uh, so there's a trial that I'm covering right now. I do mostly crime in court. Um, and he was in court this week. So when like the insurrection happened at the Capitol and all of this and the FBI was like, hey, all all 50 capitals be on high alert. Well, there is this one guy, like this extreme leftist guy um, who basically was like, well, we need to go with our guns and protect the Capitol. And so he's posting on Facebook 
like basically saying like if you try to storm the florida capitol i'm gonna shoot you he got arrested the guy from it so he was a left-wing guy with a gun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh wow so he yeah so he, he got arrested for that and and so that's but it's like the most florida thing it's like what like, yeah where did this come from yeah. oh man uh i i can't even keep up like the because i mostly do crime mm-hmm. and when i tell you oh man this happened a couple months ago this was funny so i'm not sure if you're familiar with nava ed no i don't think so so it's like a test readiness group okay so if you're taking the gre the sat um all of these different tests they have like study guides and stuff and you can work with them and they'll help you study for it well come to find out for like four years they've been getting the actual answers to the teacher certification exam and selling the exact test so they would go in and just take the test over and over and over and literally memorize the questions and the answers and and craft and craft like a study guide out of it and sell it to people and like all it's the teacher's certification test for florida so of course like every teacher in florida is taking this test and it's like oh shit every teacher just had to memorize the actual test like what do they know what's gonna happen and the state of Florida was like, eh. <laughs> like they didn't, nothing really happened. And they're like, all right, these teachers can keep teaching. Like, we'll try <laughs> to prosecute them. And it's just like, what? Like that—that's only in Florida. And it's like, and those that couple was making bank. I bet and they were selling it on Amazon, like in tons of sales. They. This- I can't remember the dollar amount, but they made so much money off of it. Well, you got to think. I mean, every teacher in Florida is having to take this. And I, I imagine mm-hmm. teachers take it to get like a salary bump, don't they? Like to mm-hmm. get certified. So, I mean, if I had to take a test at work to get paid more, I'm going to take it. I mean, you can't blame them. And I mean, if there's a study guide out there, that's the test. But yeah, so they just didn't do it. And the teachers had no idea that it was the actual test. They're just thinking it's a study guide. Damn, that study guide was good. Right, exactly. So they're walking out and they're like, wow, (laughs) I really learned a lot. Like, no, babe, you didn't learn a lot. (laughs) No, you just just had the test in your hand for like a minute. Like they would just, on the test, they would just take the test. So you had to do these like books. But like all it was was multiple choice questions from the books. And that's how you made rank. And like once you got to a certain rank, you know, you had to go and start doing like interviews and stuff. But like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy because most I was a mechanic career field. So it was like no mechanics really study, you know. So, yeah, but it was that's crazy that I I wonder how much money they made off of it. Oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was definitely in the millions. Oh, yeah, I bet. Definitely. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but they made a lot of money. Yeah. And so so that nothing really happened to them, though? So they're still going through the um, the justice system, and this is federal court, so it's like 
Yeah, big deal. Federal prosecutors yeah. and all. But yeah, um, so it were the, in terms of the teachers, because they didn't really do anything wrong. They didn't know. Yeah, they were just trying to get paid. Um, they don't have to be recertified or anything. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. And I, and I guess like you can't really find all of the teachers who benefited because it's like all you up. and I buying just a random study guide off of Amazon. Like yeah. when we like, take the test, no one's going to know. And I wonder, so if they had that test, you got to wonder, did they have any other ones? Yeah, so they only got, they were only um, indicted for those tests. Okay. But they they have SAT um, study guides, GRE study guides, like literally everything you can think of. But, but they were only indicted for the two of the, so the teacher certification and the, um, I think it's called like ELE or something. It's like for principals, it's a leadership certification to become a principal. Yeah. So those any were the paper leadership, any paper leadership certification. I don't, I don't understand how that would hold really weight unless it was like a management degree or something maybe, but mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's kind of weak. But so they were sending these people in to basically just take the test a bunch of times over and over again. Mm-hmm. So they weren't just like, no, you don't have to take the test. You're certified. You've been, you've, you've come here, for the, you've been certified four times this week, Karen. Exactly. So that was my question. And I'm like, well, were you guys like, were they failing on purpose? And they're like, no, they were passing. And I'm, they and were, I go, well, how do you allow them to take the test again? If they, pass? they the fee to take the test, I guess. I'm oh, sure they were making enough money that that fee was chump change. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you got to have overhead, right? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. You know, but so how many, how many of these do you usually uh, report on cases like the federal cases? Yeah. So lucky, lucky me. I am the crime and court reporter. Yeah. So, so many shootings. So, so many shootings in Tallahassee. Um, I cover all of that. When someone goes to court, I'm in there. Um, at the Kind of my claim to fame, I guess you could say, story was a murder trial. Um, I like I am now a regular on court TV. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm on court TV all the time. I was on 2020. Um, my Twitter page is mostly people who followed me after that court case. Um, this murder trial that happened um, back in 2019. The murder itself was in 2014. The trial was in 2019. Um, and that, it's a wild story. So there is this world-renowned lawyer, and okay. he's a professor at FSU. And um, he has he's going through a divorce of pretty bitter divorce with his wife they have two small children I think like maybe ages three and five or something like to that effect um he drops his kids off at preschool goes to the gym comes home it's like maybe 11 30 two guys pull up in a Prius shoot him in the head pull off head that in Miami so these guys who do not know him from anywhere drive from Miami to Tallahassee to murder this guy and then back to Miami. So prosecutors put it all together. And what prosecutors say happened 
his ex-wife is a part of this really prominent rich family in Miami in South Florida. They wanted him out of the picture. They were going through the divorce. The family wanted the kids in Miami. He's in Tallahassee and not leaving. Lawyers. The family's like, we're not going to try to go back and forth. So the prosecution is like, okay, well, this rich family paid some people to off this guy. And, um, and, and so what the link to all of these. So there's Dan Markell, there's his ex-wife, Wendy Adelson, there's the parents, her brother, Charlie. Charlie is dating a lady named Catherine McBanawa. Catherine's baby daddy is a guy named Sigfredo Garcia. Sigfredo Garcia and his best friend, Louis Rivera, are the two who drive the Tallahassee. In the Prius. In the pre in a rented Prius. Oh my gosh environmentally friendly yeah you're like you see a prius pull up and you're like hey these guys don't mean any harm how can i help you and then they jump out you didn't even hear them yeah oh you didn't even hear them they just ran up behind him and just popped him or i mean the prius is so quiet yeah they are they are very quiet yes but But yeah so um hear about people out of priuses and shooting people though you know i guess they were just like well they paid us overhead again comes back to that you know the Prius is going to have the I'm pretty sure the gas bill going from Miami to Tallahassee is decent so I mean if you're getting paid x amount of dollars to do something as heinous as that I mean I guess you're trying and and I'm guessing the Prius was the only thing on the rental lot (laughs) I'm I'm guessing if I mean I don't want to talk about them saving gas money but still like that's you don't expect somebody in a Prius to do that so yeah. they they ended up how did they end up finding out that these two guys were the the dudes that did it is it so there's so much <laughs> um well for starters their cell phone linked them so the cell and here's the crazy thing and there's all of this video i mean so much evidence there is the proof of them renting the car they literally got pulled over on the drive from Miami oh to Tallahassee. Oh One of them sh- made a mistake and fired the gun in the car. And it went through um, the floorboard and hit like where the gas is. So they had to stop and get a local person to fix the car. Oh, they had to go to a body shop. And that guy's like, yeah, yeah these two guys in a Prius came through and, yeah, exactly. What kind of guns did they have? Did you do you know or did what they, kind of what? What kind of guns were they using? Was it like I don't know. Or I don't rifles or you don't not sure. It was just like a handgun. Yeah, I can't think off the top of my head, but yeah, and 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 oh, and then one guy took a picture of an owl, posted it on Instagram, and tagged Tallahassee. Oh man. And then, so the woman in the case, Catherine McBanawa, um, the prosecution was like, oh, she texted him and was like, take it down. You don't <laughs> want to be linked to Tallahassee. Well, like, it's already been posted. So the, that one guy, he gets arrested for like some unrelated thing because um, he's like this, oh, I can't think of the name of it, but he's like this big drug lord, like 
head of like a a head of um a Hispanic gang down in Miami. He gets arrested. He sings like a canary, and he's like, "This is what happened." Sigfredo was the shooter. Katie was the one who uh, linked us with the Adelson family, like snitches like crazy. Wow. And and I mean, it's, they linked all of it together. And so there was a, um, a dual trial for the woman and the man. Because, mm-hmm. of course, the one guy confesses. So he takes a plea deal. He's in jail. And in that trial, the jury convicted the guy who was the gunman um, but it was a hung jury for the woman, so she's back on trial sometime this year. She, it was supposed to be April of last year, but then COVID happened, so it's been yeah. delayed. Gosh. But yeah, it, wild story. Like, nah, that is crazy. Like, there's well, so many moving parts there. Like, it's so hard to keep up with. Yeah, that was it's like. So, so, do you enjoy doing the the crime reporting? I. I I, I think I want to say I remember you kind of enjoying that kind of stuff back when we were at Carolina. Yeah, um, I'm definitely more of a hard news person. Yeah. So I like that side of things. The thing about court, court is not easy at all because court starts at eight o'clock. Yeah. Goes until four thirty ish. So you don't have time to get your video right. Think about it. Like you're scrambling to make deadline. But I personally, like even not even considering all of that, I still love it because it's like, oh my God, she was sleeping with who? She said this. She Like there's so much drama. And I'm like, this is like real housewives on steroids. Yeah, exactly. It's like real housewives meets Breaking Bad kind of on some Mm -hmm. of them, I imagine. But yeah. yeah, so I, I love the drama that comes yeah. out. And and I feel bad saying that because like, yeah, it's like all people, there are people affected after. by it. So I'm not like, a, oh, I love that this person died or anything. But for me, I like keeping up because there is so much going on and it's so dramatic. Um, So I, I like that. I think I like the court side more than the when a crime actually happens side because the court side is putting more of a bow onto it yeah and you kind of have everything like right there and basically have just have to basically write the package up after you get your videos Mm -hmm. and everything right so but like i bet i bet covering the crimes after they actually happen kind of stink i don't think i would enjoy that very much because you're probably trying to talk to whoever you can that's connect like connected to it or the victims of it and that's terrible I bet that's terrible there was one time I had a grieving family yell at me literally seconds before I was supposed to go live on tv yeah Um, so another wild case yeah um this one happened over the summer so this guy murdered two women a 70 something year old white woman and a 20 something year old immigrant african immigrant um so what happened he ended up picking up the younger african immigrant woman from a bus station she was homeless she sparked up a conversation with him and was like hey i need a place to shower and he's like well come back to my house he's friends with the older white lady because she's just a really nice person and 
uh, he had been in and out of the justice system. So she kind of took over as like a grandmother role type of person. He calls her up and he's like, hey, my friend and I need a ride to my house. And she picks him up. No questions asked. Well, he gets there. Um, the young woman takes a shower. He tries to have sex with her. And she's like, no. Yeah. He ties her, ties her up and like just periodically rapes her over the course of like two days and then he's like well i can't let her go so he beats her throws her in the woods behind his house now mind you this is florida in july august ish um a couple days later the same white lady comes over um because she does she brings him groceries she checks in on him and she made a comment that he's a slob and his apartment's gross. He murders her wow. and leaves her in his house. And then the cops like, and he, so her car was reported stolen. Her apartment was reported broken into. So her family calls the police because they're like, why is my 70 something year old mother? Like, th this isn't normal. This isn't okay. So the police fairly quickly track the guy, um, well, go to his house. They find the lady who's murdered in his house, the other lady whose dead body has been dumped behind his house. Jeez. He took a Greyhound to Orlando to try to escape, and uh, they caught him. Yeah. So, um, so that, yeah, so... I was doing a live shot from the older lady's apartment. Um, I had talked to neighbors and all, you know, like just trying to verify her identity and, and further the story. Well, unfortunately, when I was doing my live shot, her family pulls up no. and they're not happy. They're not. And, you know, I'm, I'm not even mad at them. I can't yeah. I can't say that they were wrong, but they're like, this is disgusting my mother was murdered not too long ago and you're on TV putting her apartment on TV. But like, it's awkward because I'm literally hearing the anchors say my name in my ear. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm about to be on live TV. And you guys are like freaking out because it wasn't like, they were literally like on me like this shouting at me. Ooh. And I'm emotionally distraught because it's already a very emotional story and it's yeah. sad. They're yeah. sad and yeah. I'm causing yeah. more pain. Yeah. So it was it was an odd situation. So I turned the camera off. Like just cut it. Because I, I, I didn't want any of that on TV. Like yeah. to even to protect them, like it was a vulnerable moment. I turned the camera off. My bosses were livid oh my god they were so mad they're like they're like you turned it off and and i'm crying at this point yeah like boohoo crying and i'm like oh my god a lot just happened i like everything is in the car i'm moving and the boss who called me like after i told her she's like oh i understand like yeah take a take a minute to compose yourself it's okay like if you're okay to go live at six o'clock cool just find somewhere safe but yeah it was it, that's that's the scary part about doing crime when it happens 
Yeah. Because you want to be sensitive to the family, but, but there's also, you still have to get the story. Mm -hmm. So my biggest fear is like, how do I blend the two? And management's not upset, but the family's not upset. Yeah. And you know, and I tried to reach out, but their phone's off. Of course their phone's off. Yeah. Their mother was just murdered. Um, you know, and, and in hindsight's 2020, looking back, I wish I had just gone live from like the sign of the apartment and not the actual apartment itself. But that's one of the tough parts about doing crime like so early on when yeah. it's happening. Yeah. And I mean, well, by and by killing the camera too, you, you prevent, like you said, from them having like a moment where that people see like their worst like literally their worst reaction on their mm -hmm. worst day and then you're trying to kind of protect yourself too because you don't want that going viral on the internet because mm -hmm. every you know because people like to enjoy people's worst days on the internet you know obviously especially when it's a news person like people love watching they news bloopers on yeah. the internet yeah and and so i'm like this 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 isn't a good look for anyone involved yeah and the last thing i wanted to do was put any of that on live tv yeah so i'm like i'm like okay kill it but, but this this isn't happening and you know and i guess i i i i don't remember if i did i feel like i texted a producer a manager i don't know everything happened so fast yeah. i was just like and, i gotta get out of here yeah and then you're like already just like upset as hell because somebody's like in your face mm -hmm. yelling at you like mm -hmm. I think just about anybody in the world gets upset when somebody yells at them that close and I was sobbing like literally like yeah. <laughs> like you're just trying to do your job and, and but I mean I understand like I've been in that not in that exact situation but I I had a grandmother that was murdered and you know like I understand how they're feeling too because you just it makes you so you're so angry at first you know at that because you feel like something's you know has been taken from you that's not replaceable it's not like you can just go and buy you know the person's life back but it, you know it's, it's crazy but yeah so when did you first like start thinking about becoming a reporter um i don't think i got explicitly serious about it until my senior year of college um, I spent at least the first 18 years of my life believing that I would be a doctor. My mom shut that down. She was, I, I think she shut it down because my brother's a doctor. So she was like, oh, we, we don't need to. Um, <laughs> but, but my mom looks at me and she goes, you're good at talking. And my first opinion, like the first thing out of my head was, okay, bitch. <laughs> So I'm like, well, talking doesn't pay the bills. Lo and behold, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know if you know this. I double majored in college. I double majored in broadcast and political science. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, I spent, um, so I did so much in high school, AP, dual credits, all of that, preparing myself for a biology pre-med major that I ended up having like a lot of these gen ed credits that just really helped me out. So um, they were like, well, you can double major and graduate on time. So I'm like, of course, sign me up. Um, 
And I spent most of college on the political science side of things, done a lot of political work. 2016 election rolls around. I don't think I've ever been more exhausted in my life. Yeah. And first semester, senior year, I interned at Watch Fox. My worst day at Watch was on par with one of my better days, like on the campaign trail. Mm-hmm. And like this is this is it this is where I belong and then senior semester and it's funny because like I feel like senior semester is where most people realize they didn't want to do news <laughs> this guy and then for exactly yeah <laughs> I mean, like look at how many of us ended up going into news but senior semester for me was where I realized that news was my jam I'm like this this is where I thrive this is amazing so it it was really my senior year of college that and 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 it's funny because looking back now my entire life I've been on the track for news I um realize it <laughs> yeah like I I just didn't realize it I in elementary school literally kindergarten I was the one who was making speeches at the plays and, you know, introducing these people. My high school has this thing called Voice of the Vikings, and we do the announcements, and we do the the, um, pre-show and halftime announcements at all of the sporting events. And basically, it's it's what it sounds like. It's the Voice of the Vikings um, being our mascot. But whenever they needed someone to talk, it was that one person. And so my um, junior and senior year of high school, I was the voice of the Vikings. And that was like me getting on this path of emceeing and TV journalism and all of that. And I didn't even realize it at the time. I was just like, yeah, I, I like talking. <laughs> I mean, it worked out at least, you know, so... Yeah. Well, I, you could really tell, too, in that senior semester who was going to end up being the ones that could kind of do it for a living and the ones that were like, you should probably find something else to do. <laughs> like, I mean, at least on the print side, you could tell from the broadcast. And I mean, I wasn't going to say anything to anybody about it, but like, but yeah, you were definitely one of those people though that you could, you could have gotten away with it because you did. So I'm proud of you for that. Um, has Tallahassee treated you well? It has. It yeah. has. When when I first moved here, I hated this place. Yeah, that's how this it was. This was hell on earth when I first moved here. But th- but there are reasons I feel like. Um, I think that I was I was upset about being in a new place. Um, born and raised in South Carolina, I. I thrived and survived in Spartanburg. I went to Columbia where I still have friends. My brother was there with me. Um, It it was an hour and a half away from home. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I pack up and I'm now six hours away from home and I don't know a single soul. And I I had a very rocky start at my job. So I was like, this place is cursed. I hate it. And then finally I realized Tallahassee and Columbia are like Almost the same exact city. Oh, really? I've never. Yeah, all, almost the. They're both the capital. Mm-hmm. Um, Columbia has USC and then the two HBCUs, Benedict and Allen. Tallahassee has FSU and then the HBCU, FAMU, 
um, landscape-wise very similar. I mean, there are differences um, culturally. Yeah. I feel like Florida, even when you're in North Florida, has a little more of a different culture than South Carolina. So, but it's subtle in the grand scheme of things. They're the same. And I mean, the community here is amazing. I, I'm a bit of a local celebrity. I went in the grocery store and this lady was like <laughs> freaking out. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Coming to America. Yes, my, it's one of my favorite movies. Love. So the scene, the scene where they go to the basketball game, and <laughs> the guy is like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe yeah. this!" And like he's, he's freaking out. out. He recognizes. He's like Zamunda. He's like he's like bowing down to him. Is that that's what the lady was doing? She was going nuts, huh? Mm-hmm. Did she ask for a picture or anything, or she just? she was freaking out too much she couldn't get a picture because she was on facetime with her friends but she like flipped the camera around and she's like guys this is the news lady i love watching her like Like, uh, oh my god i love her (laughs) that's so funny well it's it's like so it's it's like i'm not used to that it's so weird to me so i'm in the grocery store and i'm just like hi guys what's up (laughs) Well, what's nice about like the small capital city towns is that you still have like local news still thrives there. So, and the people, you know, d- being on the news when you were a kid growing up was like the shit. So, <laughs> you know, like I remember my mom would watch growing up, my mom and dad and my grandparents would watch the news religiously, like six o'clock, like it better be on WIS now. And then not only that, but then you had to watch the seven o'clock and I'm like, you're hearing the same shit that they talked about at six o'clock. But, but now it's like the news cycle has like hit the interstate and it, it's so quick now. So it, it, it's, it's almost like watching two different shows nowadays because of, of that crazy news cycle. And I imagine it's hard to keep up, isn't it? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I'm, sometimes I really feel for the producers yeah when so much happens later in the day and then and they're like having to kill stories kill as in um it's a story that won't make it into their show and I'm looking at it and I'm like wow that's a really important story but all of the other stories in the show are more important and I'm like okay well it'll make it into the next hour next half hour and it doesn't because there's just so much going on and even for me like I'll spend a couple hours, like half of my day working on a story. Something happens. They call me. We need you to pivot. Well, that story doesn't turn because I don't, I'm one person. I don't have enough time to turn both of those stories. So there's just so much to it. And, and I, people really don't realize what goes into. Yeah. The news that like, I didn't, I didn't understand it until I, until that senior semester. Like, it's just, I, was, I felt so bad for y'all because our, like, we would do our long form stories and like, I just, I remember mine was the week after spring break and it was, it was so bad because I, I wasn't working at the time because I was just like, I'm just going to take a, a, a break and, you know, I couldn't really hold down the job that I had because of the school hours. So I, that week, those two weeks off were nice though. But I ended up having to scramble like in the last three days of that second week to to turn it in. And yeah, Carolyn was just like, Jeffrey, this sucks. <laughs> like, 
I was just like, I don't know what you want me to say. There's nothing left really that could be said. I'm just here in this last leg of college trying to get this piece of paper to put on my wall. And it's so funny because I keep my associate's degree above my Carolina degree because it makes me so much more money than my four-year degree. Like, it's so stupid. And it's like, <laughs> so I just keep it above it, like really close to it. I'm just like, just remember which one makes you more money. And what hurts is that like my, my yearly salary isn't even a year's tuition. Oh God. And I'm like, but you can, uh, well, um, you my, my second contract salary is, but that first contract. That's your rookie deal though. You know, you're not going to, you can't pay the rookies before you see them on the field. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, you can at least give me a little more. But... Yeah, a little bit, something to live on, you know? Yeah. I, I remember I interviewed for a columnist. I forget what paper or publication it was with. And I was like, in the interview and the, t the subject of salary never came up. And I was like, how much does this pay? And they're like, Oh, well for your first six months, you're, you don't get paid. And then maybe you can, if, if we like your work, you can transition into a paid position. I was just like, all righty. <laughs> like I'll see you guys. Not, six weeks is offensive. And they're like six months. Like, yeah. I was where like, are you going to live? Like what? Like I have a house in my name. I got a mortgage to pay. Like it's it's not gonna work. But you know, luckily, luckily that two-year degree. I always had a backup plan. <laughs> but if you could give if you could give a piece of advice to yourself from back then, what what would what would you give yourself? Um I don't know. College, college me and adult me are the same person <laughs> I would I would say though don't freak out over the future yeah and that is advice that 25 going on 26 year old me also needs because I'm the type of person that's so focused on this way that I forget about this way I'm so focused on what's happening next that I don't acknowledge what's happening now. And as cliche as it sounds, college was amazing. It, I'm, I'm not going to say it was the best years of my life because I've lived a pretty good life. Like yeah. every stage of my life has been great. But college was so amazing. And I was so laser focused on what happened after college that I don't think I fully appreciated what was happening when it was happening. So that would be my advice to myself. Don't worry about tomorrow because that's going to come. That's going to fall in line. Yeah. And you're going to look back and miss what's right in front of you. That's the exact same thing that Colin said, by the way. <laughs> when I asked him that question, Ex not you said it a little different than he said it but pretty much I'm gonna choke him you can't you can't get mad at Colin he's the greatest <laughs> yeah that's why I want to choke him because he's know. too lovable <laughs> I hate anyone that's lovable <laughs> he's he's the man <laughs> he is and I hate it I hate it so much so <laughs> I uh me and him yeah we had a good conversation with 
uh, we we talked about mostly sports stuff. But yeah, have you watched uh, any of the new Shamelesses? I am up to ooh, what season am I on? The season after Fiona is gone. Yeah, that's what is that the tenth? Yes, is that the latest season? I think the left- I don't have Showtime, so we- I have to wait on it to drop on Netflix. Yeah, we have it. We have Hulu, and like you can, you can get them on Hulu somehow because they have Showtime, I guess. But I, they have these weird things on now where it's like, I'm trying to, I don't even know how to explain it. They made like these little mini episodes where it's like these like vignettes of like the characters. So like mm-hmm. they've done this one of like Mickey and uh, Ian. Did I say that right? I always get Liam yeah. and Ian mixed up. Yeah, the yeah. names are so weird. But like, and then it'll be like they'll show a bunch of clips from the past, and theirs was mostly about Fiona. So it was like, like they were trying to make like a. It didn't sound like Fiona at all. Like they were trying to make this video for her because she's trying to be on this dating like reality show. Mm-hmm. And it's like all these clips from the past. They're really weird, but I kind of want to watch. They're making one for Frank, and I want to see that one because without a doubt. Yeah, but it's so crazy to watch like the like clips from season one like through the eleventh season because you look at like Carl and Debbie and they're like all grown up and it's yeah. I didn't you don't realize how little they were when that show started like mm-hmm. I don't even know what year it started but because I binge watched like when I, I started binge watching it after like season eight but yeah I just I just want to know why they. Uh, typecast Kev and everything he's in have you seen the movie so it has the guy who plays Kevin and the guy who plays Jimmy Steve yeah you've talked we've talked about this before I still have not seen the movie oh the cat dog movie yeah no I still have not seen it you made it sound like it was such an awkward movie that I just do not want to see it (laughs) you need to watch it 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 was it didn't you say like Steve's like humping stuff in it, like like yes. the couch and stuff. Like it's so weird. Does so it, like the, the um, did you watch Scrubs? I did. I watched it a little bit. I'm okay, not- so in the later seasons, um, Ted, the attorney, starts dating this one chick and like, kind of like manic pixie dream girlish, but not like as edgy. So like she plays the ukulele, super adorable. But she's like, oh, I have a cat. I have a dog. My love life's awful. I wish I could just date, like, the equivalent of my animals. And then, like, her animals come to life. And so the guy who plays Kevin is the dog. What's his name? Steve Powell is the dog. And then uh, the guy who plays Jimmy Steve is the cat. And it's just, like, the two of them being, like, a cat-dog or, like, I... <laughs> I never better. smoked before, yeah. but I feel like I don't need to <laughs> because that's what being like watching that movie made me high. Yeah, because it was because so- I was so confused, and I'm like, the only brain that exists in the world that this movie exists is a high as a kite brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. I just sat there the entire time, like. What? And it just, it sounded like it just kept getting better and better, honestly, (laughs) the weird wise, like, and then that's one way to put it. Yeah, that's one way to put it, I guess. I haven't seen it, so, 
But what's the name of that movie, by the way? I'm gonna. I'm about to write that down. I need. To, do you know the name of it, or do you? I'm re- blanking on it. Hold on. Let me. I literally, when I read that question, I pulled it up, <laughs> and now I can't remember the movie. Hold on. It's somewhere in my like <laughs> million. But then, like, in usual too, they, they, he's the exact same. He's like this emotional, like, emotionally fragile football player that's dating Jess in the show and ends up being a mm-hmm. freaking weirdo. And it's just like every time I see this guy, he's the same character. The, he's a big softy. Yeah, a big meathead that's soft. And, like, I love it. And he's not even my type. Like, I don't look at him and I'm like, wow, that guy is sexy. It's called Unleashed. Unleashed? Okay. Yes. Oh, he is blonde. He's sporting blonde hair. Kev is blonde in this movie? He's blonde. Oh, wow. I can't even imagine that in my head. That would be like me. And Sean Astin is in it. Sean Astin? Who is that? I, I'm not, I'm, you can ask my wife. I'm the absolute, I will think that an actor is somebody that it, she'll be like, no, it's not. And then I'll look back at the TV and it won't even look like them. And I'm like, how did I even think that was them? Three movies. Three movies. Okay. Three movies for you. All right. Three different decades at that. Oh, wow. The Goonies. Oh, I've, I've already seen, I've seen that. That's classic. Rudy. Classic. Lord of the Rings. I can't get into Lord of the Rings. I've tried to watch it a hundred times. I am 100 for 100 of falling asleep during that movie. Not a fan of it, but I've watched it. I dated a guy that was obsessed, so I tried to be as supportive as I could as a girlfriend. (laughs) But anyway, Sean Astin was the main kid in the Goonies, and then he became Rudy in the movie Rudy. And then, but he's also in it. And then he was uh, he was his friend in Lord of the Rings, right? He was Samwise? Yeah, yeah, Frodo's yeah. friend. I've seen yeah, the beginning. He was Samwise Ganji. I get it. I get to about the part where Gandalf hits the pipe, and I laugh about that, and then I go to sleep every time. Never fails with that movie. Never fails. It's yeah. I, I hated the books. You, you, I, I never even tried the books. Have so you, we had to read The Hobbit in school. And uh, like, I was, I was a literary nerd. I loved yeah, every book that was assigned. Yeah. I hated The Hobbit. Yeah, I, 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 I tried to read it too. I love reading. Like, I'm reading uh, uh, John Updike, Rabbit Run. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. I've heard of it, but I haven't read it. It's actually kind of very very like ra- like not racy but very edgy mm-hmm. and it has a lot of sex in it and it was not expecting that it was very weird yeah it's like oh okay I just kind of picked it up because I looked on this list of I literally googled good books like good classic books to read and his name came up and then that was like the first big novel that he wrote and it's in a series so I was like okay but it's very good very very good uh you reading anything good now the the terrible part about the job is that i've slacked on reading yeah well i I haven't picked up a book in forever like my boyfriend because like i'm a huge reader i have so many books 
and my boyfriend was to a degree I guess you could say a jock in high school he's from Ohio wrestling's a huge thing apparently up there so it's, a big thing down here it's a big thing down here too but Ohio in the Midwest area it's yeah, it's really super into it yeah so um so he did wrestling he did football he didn't get into reading now as he's older he's into it and it's kind of funny as I'm older I just don't have time for it yeah. but he's stolen so many of my books and like I'll look and I'm like Hmm. my collection is dwindling yeah. and then I go to his place and I'm like oh that's where it went <laughs> yeah and we've been meaning to uh we have so many intentions yeah we, right. because we're kind of long distance we're two hours apart oh. we said that we're gonna do a book club okay as a way to not feel as long distance we haven't done it yet no <laughs> It's still, uh, it's still in, in planning. Y'all can't decide on the first book, I bet, right? We did decide on the first book. Oh, y'all did? So you're still yeah. reading the first book. We just forgot. Oh, you just forgot? <laughs> We're lazy. Uh, you're, you're not the only one. Don't feel bad. So has COVID like really affected your, your job or how you have to do it? Not really. Not no. completely. Um, my station's more lenient on us doing like a Zoom or a FaceTime, whereas before, if someone was like, oh, I can't meet you, but I can FaceTime you, then my company was like, yeah, no, that's not okay. Um, so now they're allowing that. I am working from home, meaning I have the station car, or the equipment here with me in my home. And we do a Zoom meeting instead of an in-person meeting. But if there is an event to go cover, I'm still getting in the car going there. If there is someone who is going to interview in person, I'm still interviewing them in person. It's just that they're not allowing me inside the station um, right now, which I don't hate. Yeah, I, I think that's how they should have been doing it all along. Exactly. It makes so much more sense because yeah. there was... And like my station is in um, another county. So it's in a city called Midway and it's called Midway because it's in the middle of Gadsden County in Tallahassee. Um, I don't live super far away. I live in the county, so on the county line. So it's maybe a 10 minute drive yeah. to get to my station. But even at that, like it's a drive that I don't making and it, it just doesn't make sense when I can do the same exact thing and leave my house in the process I can finish up and come home and it's funny we um every couple weeks we have a meeting with our general manager and someone asks the question about when is everyone going to come back to the station and um I like private message my direct boss my news director on zoom and she jokingly said never and I was like don't threaten me with a good time and she's like yeah no <laughs> she just shook her head she's like okay be gone it doesn't but I mean it, yeah it doesn't make sense really I mean it's just like a waste of and if you're already driving the work car there I guess it's like you're just wasting gas to drive 10 minutes mm -hmm. to a meeting and then hit the road I mean that just never made sense to me like and at my work so like 
we kind of have to work, we have to talk to each other. So it's just my department there, but everybody else, it's so weird. Everybody else isn't working from there. They're working remotely. And so it's like, it's like a ghost town in there, but it's so nice because it's so quiet and I can actually focus on my job instead of being ADD and hearing everybody across the Mm -hmm. office talking. So it's, it's been nice, but yeah. Um, I didn't know how to phrase it and like, there we go. Okay. So how do they, so why do they do that though? Why do they do that weird head nod right before their, their package starts? Like their story starts. Condition. Is it like? Yeah. So I, I, to a degree, I'm not like a bobblehead like this. They were bad. They were bad. Like they were like, like head banging. Yeah. Well, like it was more like a bow. So I do a slight movement. And when I do my movement, it's because a producer or director is in my You're ear. Thinking, yeah. That's, and that's me saying, I heard you. Yeah. Or oh. like, you know, in conversation, um, the anchor saying something and I'm just naturally like, yeah. Because, and it loosens me up. Um to react accordingly. So when I do it, it's not like a that, but it's a when someone's talking, your head yeah. just kind of moves a little bit. Yeah. yeah that's so, so that's how that's I do it. So <laughs> exactly. So for me, it's either I'm telling the producer, I heard you, thank you, or the director, I heard you, thank you, or I'm listening to whatever the anchor is saying that I wrote. So I don't even know why. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> surprised but I'm like yeah Channing blah 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 so but theirs was I just and I thought about that too I was like maybe it's a cue for the guy that's working the board to like roll the footage but I think they were just being dramatic and that's the thing a lot of people just think like with the news voice there are so many people who are like today they're blah, blah, blah. and and uh, like you don't have to do that like this isn't anchor man babe yeah like cut it out yeah and like like for me personally the voice that i'm talking to you with right now is the voice that you get when i'm on tv no. because i just i naturally have that deep voice that carries so i guess because of that voice i don't have to manipulate it per se yeah um and and there are some people who maybe have to manipulate it but and it's funny because I'll be out and there are people who are like you look familiar and I'm like oh I know maybe we cross paths and then like you know I say something and they're like oh my god I know that voice from anywhere and you're just like oh I don't know you know you're not trying to (laughs) you can't blow your cover you know (laughs) I will I will never assume someone knows me from tv yeah you can really do that i guess you know because then it'll be like no no i know i know you and you're just like oh there's nothing worse there's nothing more awkward than somebody coming up to you and being like hey jada hey it's nice to see you again and you're just like who the hell are you and you're trying you're like smiling awkwardly you know you're like hey like I have no clue who the hell you are. I usually just try to say like, hey guy, or hey buddy, it's nice to see you or something like that because I don't know their name. And I'm hoping that they'll tell me how they know me. 
because they usually will if you do that. I don't know. And see, I'm real. I'm really good at names and faces. Like I'm good with names. I'm, I'm I'm really good at remembering people, but I meet so many people on this job that yeah. I can't keep up with everyone. And then on top of that, there are the viewers, like the lady today in the grocery store. She was like, oh my God, hey, how are you? And I'm like, hi, good to see you again. And she's like, we've never met. And I'm like, we, we, you totally came at me with the energy of someone that I've met. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like, and then like, I was like, I was like, oh, your mask hit your face. I thought you were someone else. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and you just kind of have to nonchalantly play it off, you know, and you're, I mean, I, if, if it goes on too long, eventually I'm just like, okay, I can't handle it. Like, like I can't handle not knowing who this person is. So I'll just be like, forgive me. I don't know who you are. Can you please tell me? And they'll be like, oh, I'm your third cousin from your mother's side. And I'm like, oh, okay. I haven't seen you since you were four. <laughs> no wonder I have no clue who you are. <laughs> the last time I was in South Carolina, that happened to me. Um, Goodness. So like my mom wanted, uh, so I don't know if you can see it. It's on my windowsill over there um along with the cats that my boyfriend has named and he moves them around they're ceramic cats okay. but, but I have like a little tiny Norfolk pine Christmas tree but it's like a little tiny tree um and I bought one and my mom wanted one so when I came back to South Carolina I went to buy her one so I'm in there with like my six and seven year old niece and we're shopping having fun and then like someone's like hey cuz and I'm like, hi, how are you? And I, and, and like, it was two of my cousins. I didn't remember the one cousin's name until I walked out. Did not know the other cousin's name literally until my mom was like, oh, it was probably this cousin. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But like, all so my family's much older than me. I have 53 first cousins on my mom's side alone. Okay. And those cousins, like the oldest cousin is in her mid seventies. Oh, dang. Yeah. So like nice most family. of my family is falling somewhere in that 50, 40 age range. And then there's 25 year old me because my parents had me late. Um, they were in their mid forties when they had me. So there's so many cousins I don't know. They don't know me. And then like family friends and they're like, I remember when you were this tall and you were super chubby with your big curly hair and all of this. Thanks and, for reminding me. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like, who are you again? Yeah. Like you're, you came at me like straight up hating. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> not, not hating, but yeah, like. I used to have people tell me all the time that I look like Opie from the Andy Griffith show. And I'm like, his name's Ron Howard. And I don't look like him. I did when I was a kid. I did. But like, it just, that used to bother me so much. That and people calling me red. Oh, that's the worst. What about in college when you were called Ed Sheeran? Oh, very much. Very much. That's the, I see. I haven't been called Ed in a while. So like, you know what you know what's funny about that is that they weren't even like the first people close to the first people to call me that so I mean I got called that in a McDonald's drive-thru one time the guy's like 
hey, are you Ed? And I was just like, don't even come at me with that shit today. Like, can you just give me my sack of like shitty hamburgers, please? Like, I was so mad. Like, and then I was just like, I always have this thing where I suck at being mad. So like, I have to apologize right away because I just completely, it's just like, bam, you know, I'm mad and I look like a dickhead and I'm just like, all right, I'm sorry. I just really look like a dickhead. And I was like, I'm sorry about that. I just hate being called that. Cause he's like cross-eyed and I'm not cross-eyed. Like, come on, Ed. Now if I play the guitar and sing like him, if that's what you're saying about me, fine. But I mean, that dude's ugly. Us redheads, we're we're hit or miss, okay? And I like to consider myself to be on the hit side, you know. Not, but it's also British, and like, yeah, and British I'm, people are more often than not a miss. A miss, yeah. Usually, I don't know why. I don't know what what it is, and I, like, you know, I have a, I have some good friends that are that are British. What's what do you think is the worst part of your job that nobody sees? Um, me crying multiple times a day. I I didn't ask that because I was like, uh, she kind of said it when the people were screaming at her in front of the apartment. But multiple times a day, huh? Do you get stressed out? Let's see. So that doesn't happen a lot. That's the only instance. And so, and maybe I'm lucky. Maybe that's just how it is. But I've been doing this three and a half years, going on four. That's the only time it's happened. For me, it's it's just so, there's so much to do in one day. Yeah, I have to wake up, find multiple stories. My station expects me to have a lead story. So it can't be something fluffy. It has to be hard news. I have to be able to dig through numbers and, and do all of this. Um, plus other stories, getting the interviews and putting it all together, getting the video, finding time to do all of this, writing it. By the end of the day, it is just exhausting because I have done so so much yeah um stretch of time too it's crazy that's crazy yeah it's a lot to do and 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 people don't realize that I don't if I had a dollar for every time someone was like oh it's just you and I'm like yeah I no one says this is the story you're gonna do today I have to find that story no one is setting up these interviews for me I have to call these people and set up a time to interview them I don't have a cameraman I do all of that myself. I don't have an editor. I edit it all myself. I don't have someone writing it for me. I write it myself. I don't have someone posting it online. I post it online myself. So people don't realize, like people do not realize that from start to finish, it is 100% me on that story. And it's a lot. It's I definitely come home and I have my glass of wine or something stronger because I want it to be uh, a little more lucid. Yeah. (laughs) I I let my whiskey sitting right there. I've seen you. You've been eyeing it (laughs) a good bit. I have a little something. something. Muddle some blackberries got some simple syrup that I'm gonna pour in there a little 
ginger beer, make a little Kentucky mule bourbon smash type of thing. Is that you've been into the the Moscow mule Kentucky mule thing here recently or Mm-mm. no, I've, uh, I, I love those. Those are good. I've never had one. I had my first one probably actually it was that senior semester. I had to go to a wedding. I didn't have to go to a wedding. I went to a wedding and my friend had them at the wedding before the ceremony started. That wedding was insane. <laughs> it was See, I'm trying I'm trying to eat and drink better. And I'm counting calories, unfortunately. It sucks. Yeah, that's the one. So I'm I'm having to cut off mules and all of that and stuff. And yeah. I'm like Aren't, so, aren't you a vegan? Hmm? Aren't you a vegan? No. I was semi-vegetarian in college. Okay, okay. And I'm still uh, I'm still kind of semi-vegetarian, but if a steak is on sale or something, I'll buy it, but I I probably eat pork and red meat like once every two weeks just because it's cheaper. It is. Fish is not cheaper. No. Poultry is cheaper. Fish is expensive, but I love fish. Me too. I my freezer is like full of those like single serve like Publix bags of fish and stuff. Yeah. What's your favorite? You think? Um, as basic as it sounds, salmon. Salmon's good though. I love salmon. You can do anything with it too. Exactly, and and like it works well with so many different other dishes you can put it on literally anything and it's going to taste good you can put it on rice pasta alone like any vegetable you put with it it's going to taste great any seasoning you put and like other um fish dishes there's some things where it's like that doesn't work with salmon everything works it does yeah and mahi mahi is another one that yeah can't really screw it up you know like unless you burn it <laughs> exactly i've been making a lot of tuna steak lately oh i had tuna no. steak yesterday it was really good i hate tuna out of the can love tuna steaks but i mean you can't get the two because they're like tuna steaks it's like the steak of the sea you know i mean it's so good mm-hmm. and then if you get like a good one like we i used to work at this place they used to make uh like ahi tuna mm-hmm. like and i i like never thought i would raw fish but i mean it's semi-seared i guess it's not raw but i like i had sushi for the first time when i was living in korea and that was the bomb that was a life-changing event i would love to have sushi in korea <laughs> it's it's good i i had there was actually a really good uh japanese place in korea as weird as that sounds mm-hmm. but it was amazing it was called happy teriyaki interesting it was very good (laughs) and their mcdonald's kicks our mcdonald's ass by the way like so i was in barcelona and of course like you're you're in another country you have to go into the mcdonald's yeah and the menu wasn't painfully different from uh it's it's ours over here a little bit tweaked exactly like there were slightly different things but nothing insanely different and I was so disappointed. I was like, I was hoping that y'all would have like paella or something. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they have like they call it their like their regional menu or whatever, and they had they called them bulgogi burgers, like instead of like 
hamburgers over there mm-hmm. they were so much better than the ones over here i don't know why because i don't know maybe they were made with a little more love over there i don't know but <laughs> so there's oh man what is jollybee in the philippines or something yeah i think it's the philip maybe the philippines i i think so but it's like the mcdonald's in the philippines okay and it's called jollybee okay and they have one in Jacksonville, which is where my boyfriend lives. So the mascot's this massive bee. So it's like this tall. And you, and you walk in and the, the big bee is everywhere. But they have the most random menu. Like they have spaghetti. They have hot dogs. They have like this burger that has like this thick slice of pineapple on it. They have like traditional Filipino um dishes it, it's just like a mod podge of stuff so my boyfriend and i went we ended up spending like probably 40 dollars <laughs> and it's a very affordable fast food place yeah. like literally everything on that menu is five dollars or less so we pretty much bought the entire menu and, just and it, it was all of it <laughs> i oh man i i did not do it well I was so hung I don't think I've ever been more hungover in my life when I went yeah (laughs) and everything just tasted weird it just tasted like a hangover yeah it's the worst like when you're trying to eat but you're not really hungry but you know you have to eat you're just like oh do they have Mm -hmm. lumpias it it was so weird yeah do they have any lumpias there I don't think so the little like rolled up things, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Oh, mm-hmm. things are so good. So one of I I two of my really good friends. Um, one I met through journalism. One is my one of my boyfriend's best friends. They're both Filipino, and I've had lumpia from both of them. So one is just he's like Jay Gatsby. He's always hosting dinner parties and stuff. It's amazing. Um. And he's made it for me. And then the other friend, my boyfriend's friend in Jacksonville, his mom made it. Oh, so good. And it's like they all, like, each family, I guess, has their own style, like, mm-hmm. the way they make it. And I haven't mm-hmm. had a bad style yet. Like, they're all just, it's like, mm-hmm. and then they have that little sauce that you dip it in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I had it, like, two or three times when I was in Korea, and I've tried to recreate it, and I just cannot do it. And it drives me insane. Because, like, I, I like cook for fun sometimes and mm-hmm. consider myself a decent cook, but I can't get that sauce right. And it bothers the shit out of me. Like, it can't yeah. be crazy. But, yeah. Oh, man. Now I want some. Me too. I'm hungry now. I missed one. Is there, is there a topic or subject that you'd love to cover extensively or by itself? Um... I'm figuring that out. At first, I was like, definitely going to be a political reporter. Put me on Capitol Hill right now. I would still love that. I would jump at the chance. Um, I love, love, love my court stuff. Um, I'm like, you know what? I could be happy on court TV. I've done it before. It's fun. But now that I'm like applying to other jobs, I'm realizing, do I want to give up the general assignment life that I have now because I truly have no idea what's 
I'm going to be doing from one day to the next. Um, one day I'm talking about PPP and finances and all of this. The next day I'm talking about vaccines and medicine. And then the next day I'm interviewing about a movie being filmed up the street. And, 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 and there's just so many different things. I do weather and I do crime and court. And so I, I, as I'm looking at jobs, I'm realizing I really like where I am right now where I'm doing so many different things and every day is a taste of something else. So I don't know. That's yeah, that's kind of, it's cool. the soul searching I need to be doing right now. Yeah. Well, I mean that, that does sound, I mean, it is kind of nice where you get to do something like totally different every day because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than going to a job and like having to do the same thing over and over again. Like, mm-hmm. And that's one thing that, like, my job now, like, I have to do that, but not, like, I have to do it a little bit, but we have so many, so I work for, like, a heavy machinery brand, and we have so many pieces of equipment that we support that it's, like, everything is a different day, kind of, there's a new problem every day, you know, so I, I feel you when you say that, because it's tough going to the job and just doing the same thing over and over again. And that's partially why I have no desire to be an anchor. Um, people are always like, oh, well, when will you sit in the anchor chair? Because, and, and it's true. Like, that is kind of the natural progression. You work your way up to anchoring. And I'm not saying that I'll never anchor, but right here, right now, I don't want to. I don't want to be stuck inside all day. I love spending most of my day on one or two stories. I love meeting people. I love being an MMJ where I get to work with the camera and it's all me and everything is just me. I know I said that's the worst part of my job, but it's also the best part of my job. Yeah. But I get to see what started in my brain is now on TV for thousands of people to see. I like the idea of that, but yeah, that's, I, I, I'm not interested in anchoring just because I don't want to give that up on a daily basis. Yeah. And I mean, I've I always love meeting new people just because I I've always been shy at first I'm like always shy at first but then like I don't know it's just it's nice to meet new people and get new perspectives on things without it without it's pretty cool yeah I love it if you don't do that then I feel like you kind of get stuck in your own like way of thinking and for me that mm-hmm. wouldn't be healthy <laughs> like at all and it becomes so humdrum and so boring yeah you know, you got to have those interesting people. <laughs> Without a doubt, yeah. But yeah, well, I appreciate you doing this and talking with me. And taking this the time fun. out of your busy schedule. We'll have to do it again soon. I know, this is so much fun. Yeah, yeah, we need to make this a regular thing. I know, I do, I do. If I didn't have that nine to five job that I have to go to every day, but that also kind of supports me, so I have to do it, but... Tell me finding guests that's the hardest thing is finding guests really yeah it's I don't know like I just I've had a little bit of trouble with it honestly but I think I'll be all right I mean I don't I, know if you if you ever hear any, anybody interesting that I should talk to please let me know I've only done them with people that I've known so far that's the problem I need to I do have so many people that you can talk to <laughs> Well, send send me a message and let me know because I do need some more people. 
we need to get my mom on here. She's hilarious. She's so many stories. So would you consider her your biggest influence? Growing without, up? A, without a doubt. You always told me so many stories about your mom. Mm-hmm. I have to hear sometimes. She sounds like a fun lady. She's hilarious. She's <laughs> she is the craziest person. She's 70, but if you talk to her, you would never know it. Yeah. She's hilarious. Yeah, with, without a doubt. She's the without a she's my best friend. I love her. Yeah. That's awesome. I love her to death. She's funny. She's amazing. She's and she's been through so much in her life. Um and in so many different ways. She's done so many different things. And it's like, girl, how are you like not in a crazy house right now? <laughs> With everything that's happened to her, it's insane. And but she's still the sweetest, nicest, happiest person you'll meet. That's awesome. And that's yeah. awesome. Y'all have a y'all have a good relationship like like that. I know so many people that like I, I couldn't imagine not having my parents in my life. And like I know so many people that like don't talk to their parents. And it's mm-hmm. so weird to me. Like that. And, so and see, it's funny for me because like my dad is like my mortal enemy. Yeah. <laughs> like there is no one I dislike in this world more than him. <laughs> and it's so funny because like it's complete opposite. Like my mom is like number one in my life. And like my there is no human being that goes below my dad for me. That sounds awful. I'm like <laughs> laughing about it. But like we, we just we don't get along. We don't vibe at all. Like I I don't like who he is as a person. And that's a okay. Yeah. I and I I'm not missing anything by not talking to him my mom on the other hand oh i love me some brenda k <laughs> love me some brenda she is the sweetest person. reality show from the stories you've told me about her we, we <laughs> gotta get bk on here i'm telling the next time we're gonna call her ass up get let's bk on here let's do it well maybe the next time you come to south carolina Maybe we can just have a show where it's me and you and her. I will be in South Carolina in two weeks, two and a half weeks. All right, let's do it. Sounds good to me. I mean, I'll I'll be in Greenville, but yeah. That's that's fine. I mean, we got the wonderful technology of Zoom. It hasn't gone out on us yet. It's it's making me so happy that it hasn't gone out. Because every one I've done so far, it has gone out. Except for the one with Colin, because Colin came here. um, And we did it kind of in person. Mm -hmm. But the Zoom audio actually works out a lot better than the, like, sit down. I have this, like, one piece of crap microphone. And that's it. So, I got to, that's one thing I got to work on with it, is the audio quality. But with the Zoom. Zoom transcribes for you. What is it? It transcribes for you. Oh, Zoom does? Uh-huh. What? How do you do that? You go to settings and you have to turn it on. and it'll oh. Transcribe it. oh, okay. Well, I'll do that for the next time. It made my life so much easier. Because you have, like, all your interviews, like, just wrote out for you. All right, I don't, because that's what takes so much of my time up. Like, it takes me... 30 to 45 minutes just transcribing my sound bites and I'm like oh my god (laughs) like 
Yeah, because it's like picked up stuff in my closet, and my closet's full of eclectic pieces. I could have done anything, but I decided to dress up as Daria. And literally everyone was like, who are you? And I go, Daria. And they're like, what's a Daria? And my heart broke. Fast forward to a Halloween in Tallahassee. I phoned it in. I dressed up as Kim Possible. And everyone was like, wait, you don't know who Kim Possible is? No, uh-uh. I know who Daria is. I don't know who Kim Possible is. Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's that's a little bit after you. It was a cartoon when I was in like, late elementary school middle school so yeah it was way yeah way yeah i'm an old well, man it was it was super adorable the theme song is still one of the best theme songs ever and it literally just like green cargo pants which i had a black crop top and like a belt and that was it and and so uh, Kim Possible has red hair, and they were like, he could have at least done the wig. And I'm like, I pulled it out of my closet, babe. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you can't, so, it's hard to imitate uh, beautiful red hair. You know, a good. <laughs> I, I mean, why, why even try? Yeah. It's, just, I, it's I, respectful. <laughs> I, I used to hate my hair when I was a kid, too. Believe it or not, I used to hate it. And I like, now I have a tough, I like hate getting my hair cut because it makes me sad to watch it get cut. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's a military thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I used to hate that. Like I would just like go into the barber shop with my head down and be like, God damn it. I got to get my hair cut. And the lady be like, how do you want it cut? And I was like, just get it to where I don't get yelled at, please. <laughs> like, God, I miss my hair. See, there's nothing I love more than a haircut. Um, like scissors in my hair just makes me so happy. Really? But like, like this this is different from college, of course. It got to the point where like my hair was getting shorter and not because I was cutting it. And I was like, oh, I should give it a break. Right. Yeah. So so this is me giving it a break, just washing it and letting the curls do what they do. Yeah that's what you got to do sometimes like I I do like getting like so my hair doesn't grow down it grows back Mm -hmm. so like eventually I get like this helmet back there and that's when I like the haircut because then it looks it looks like see my boyfriend's hair grows in different directions so like everyone like it should be right here it spirals out and your hair grows like that well, my boyfriend's has different spiral points, so it's growing this way here and that way here and that way here, Does and he, he has to cut it. Palette? Yeah. Yeah, I have that too. But it's like all over the place. Like, it's multiple. So he had to learn how to cut it himself oh. because no barber that he found could figure out what to do with it. That's and. Crazy. Yeah, so he keeps it short, and people are always like, oh, are you military, law enforcement? And he's like, yeah. no, my hair just <laughs> grows really weird. That is weird. So, like, it, if it, he can't grow it out at all. It's going to go so many different directions. Like, I don't, I don't understand, kind of. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Like, so, like, so, like, if you look at it, so, like, here, it's going up this way. So, it's, okay. like, going up. But then, like, here, it's, like, curling this way. 
So he's got it just going all over the place. If he cowlicks all over the place. Oh gosh! So he probably all over the place. Five or six cowlicks. Yeah, and he's already got a big ass head. So. <laughs> Damn. So it doesn't. It doesn't I can edit that out if need be. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, every every time we talk about like kids and stuff, he's like, "My nose on your face, like your eyes on my head." We shouldn't mix these jeans. <laughs> he's he's like. We're like both attractive people, but that kid's gonna be a mutant if we blend the two of us together. Have you ever have you ever heard that like uh like attractive people have ugly kids and mm-hmm. ugly kids have attractive or, or ugly not ugly kids, God. <laughs> ugly people have attractive kids. Mm-hmm. I, my my wife said that to me one time and I had never heard that before and I was just like, What? And I was like, I guess that does kind of make sense. But like I guess it's not always true either, though, because my parents are, I mean, my mom's a pretty lady. My dad's a good-looking guy, but I can't, I mean, I look exactly like my dad, so if I call him ugly, then I'm straight up, you know, like, <laughs> just shitting on yourself. Yeah, straight up, like, but yeah, but. I mean, like, as, as much as I hate my dad, he's not objectively ugly. Um, My mom is, I, I'm obsessed with her, like, uh, I'm just obsessed with her for my own good i think she's absolutely gorgeous i turned out all right (laughs) but like but it is funny though like and so i have another theory that is baseless and it's dumb but i'm like oh like once you live together you're dating for so long you start to look alike i don't know if you've ever seen my boyfriend Mm -mm. we're polar opposites like there is literally nothing that blends so I'm always like Steve we've spent so much time together that we look just alike and he always jokes that he's attracted to women who look just like him so like so like skinny longer face like big nose like short brown hair pale white women he's like that's my type and he dated a woman who literally they look just alike like could not she got her hair cut and you couldn't tell them apart <laughs> and that, i'm like that's, that's, that would be weird I, I, but i'm sure he he wanted to date himself because <laughs> uh, my boyfriend's a narcissist <laughs> and, and he was like and so he's like he's like yeah like i'm usually into women who look like me and i'm like we look just alike babe like the more time we spend together the more we look just alike and he just stares at me and he's like shut the fuck up (laughs) so what is do you have any evidence to support this theory at all or no 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 don't tell him i said that but no (laughs) if 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 i find out you told him i said that like no we're just gonna fight (laughs) no no you're good i'm i don't even know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) that's my jade i'm sorry i didn't know if you wanted me to edit this out or not theory the more time you spend together with someone you guys start looking just alike except me and steve have been together three years and we look nothing and there is no way possible that we are ever gonna look alike all right so do i need to edit this part out so he doesn't (laughs) i'm i'm always looking to fight him okay well that's that's fair me me and my fight like cats and dogs so i don't think it's a healthy relationship if you agree with each other all the time 
Yeah, there's no one I want to fight more than him. Yeah, right? Like, I and think... like, I just want to fight him because he exists. <laughs> right? Like, I just, I just look at him and I'm like, you're pretty. I'm like, you're a really good boyfriend, but I still want to kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, we always do stupid shit too, guys. Guys, no matter how good of a partner they are, we always do stupid shit. You know what sucks? I'm the one who does the stupid shit. Oh, no. He does stupid shit. He's just good at covering up. That's what I'm, t- I'm telling you. He is. He. I think I'm dating my mother. Oh goodness. That's- Which, like, if I haven't displayed in this conversation, I am Oedipus. So. <laughs> the Oedipus Rex. You can't <laughs> short your title up like that. I don't. And see like, it how- pisses me off because, like, oh man, I took him home in December of 2019. And there's this picture of my mom, my boyfriend's in the middle, and me. And ever since that picture was taken, mm-hmm. he goes up to people and he's like, hey, does, do you think this lady's related to me or her? And, like, my mom's very fair-skinned, like, fine, reddish hair. Like, people are like, oh, she, she's probably related to you just because, like, they're closer in complexion and stuff. And I'm like, I bet that pisses you off. Yeah. And it's not even that the, it's like, this, this is the gratification you get. You're just going to steal my phone from me. Yeah. It hurts me. It, it breaks me. That's like some shit from, uh, have you seen that movie? It's a Tyler Perry movie on Netflix right now called uh, Fall from Grace or Fall from Grace. Have you I've seen, seen people shit talking it on Twitter. It, well, there's a lot of plot holes, but it's a fucked up movie. Like it's really fucked up. My wife, maybe me and her watched it, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, "This is so fucked up." But like, I mean, clearly you hate me because you just recommended a Tyler Perry movie. But okay, what? 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 I, well, I saw it. It's it was a good movie. All right, I got another good movie recommendation. We watched this movie the other night called The Gift. Have you seen that one? Love it. Oh, oh so that movie good. Made blood so blood. fucked up. I just, like, I wanted to kill Jason Bateman. And I've never felt that way about Jason Bateman. I love him as a bad guy. He, he, he's a... Well, d- and so, like, he always plays a bad guy, but in, like, but you don't realize it. Like, Looking back at Arrested Development, not yeah, the yeah. shitty Netflix seasons, like the good seasons. Yeah, yeah, the good ones, the OG Arrested Development. He was the worst one of them all. He was. When you look at it again. And a look at because it Because he thought he was better when he wasn't better. Mm-hmm. Like, at least the rest of them knew they sucked. But he was like, I'm better than you. And it's like, oh, you also still suck. And he also but- slept with his son's girlfriend. And his brother's girlfriend. Yeah. Like, like, he's the shittiest one out of all of them. And I was I was yeah. trying to explain that to my wife the other night. I was like, if you look at it, and she's like, I've never seen him as a bad guy before. And I'm like, yeah, you have. And Ozark, he's a terrible motherfucker. And terrible guy. Yeah, I mean. But, like, in roles like that, he does such a good job of playing the good guy. And showing, like, the human side of it. Exactly. That you yeah. don't even realize that he sucks. Whereas in The Gift, he just straight up sucked. Yeah, and you don't really get it till the end. Like, I knew him and, well, I don't want to spell it. I don't want to 
If you don't want the movie The Gift with Jason Bateman to be spoiled, you might want to skip ahead just a little bit. Screw it. Yeah. It's on Netflix for a while, so screw it. So, like, at the beginning of the movie, I'm like, him and this girl ain't going to be together at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. They've, made it, they've made them look polar opposites from the jump. But I also thought that Gordo was going to kick his ass at some point in the movie. Right, exactly. But if you look at it again, he did something that was way fucking worse uh, and creeps me out still. Like, I just saw this Mm -hmm. movie, I think we watched it Tuesday, and, like, that monkey mask, I don't like that monkey. That that thing was crazy, creepy, like... I don't know. What, what's the name of the show? I think it's on HBO. He produced it. He was in the first couple episodes. It's a Stephen King. It's called The Outsiders, maybe. I think it's called The Outsiders. Jason Bateman did this? Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it it's yet. On, it's on, I believe it's on HBO. Let me look it up. Hold on. It is, it goes off the rails a little bit towards the end. Um, but it's still so good. Oh my god, I love it. yeah, the outsider. The outsider. It was mm-hmm. Um, so it's based off a of Stephen King um novel. And so basically there is this so so the first episode, Jason Bateman's the super sweet guy, family man, like little league baseball coach. But then he's connected to this kid's brutal murder, where oh. like this kid is just beaten and maimed, God. and and Jason Bateman's like, well, I didn't do it. I was out of town at a conference. Like I'm, I'm a teacher. I was at a conference. How the hell did I do it? And then it, it becomes in this like trial with him and tracing all of these steps. It's, it's super good it's so good you have to watch it i I won't spoil it more than that but it's so good it is and i'm trying to think of another good one i watched another good uh i watched a good cheesy i like cheesy action movies and marky mark has one called mile 22 i think Mm -hmm. netflix that's very good it was actually i thought it was going to be a cheesy action movie but it actually turned out to be a good movie and it's got john malkovich in it who kind of already adds some creepy thing to it. And Ronda Rousey, as weird as that sounds. Interesting. Yeah. Steve named the cat. I don't know if you can see the cat. I see that was named John Mialkovich. <laughs> and there's one right here named Puma Thurman. Those are two. They're ceramic names. cats that my aunt gave me. Like very, I'm going to show you because they're very creepy looking. <laughs> Nothing better than a ceramic figure. They have very realistic faces, and it's really off-putting. Whoa. Yeah. This is, this is John Mialkovich. <laughs> okay. With this weird ceramic body. It's like he's wearing a suit. Right? All right, let me see. And Puma then and Puma, Puma Thurman is identical. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're identical, but this is John... And the only reason Steve keeps up with them. Okay. He moves them. Okay. And like, I will literally open the cabinet and one of these damn cats is in there and he's like, you pesky kitten, get out of there. Uh, he's like, get down from there, John. And then like one's in the tub and he's like, that crazy kitten Puma. And I'm like, 
Are you okay? Yeah, my are aunt. You, had are you crazy? Growing up, <laughs> we worried about her a little bit. Their names were uh, Carnage and uh, Venom after the Spider Man. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> she's she's an amazing lady. That's hilarious. Yeah, Carnage and Venom. It was Carnage and Venom, and then there was another one that wasn't a Spider-Man character. I, it was something kind of weird. I'm trying to remember. It was like Mange or something. It was something shitty. She'd just be like, "Yeah, oh my god." Yeah, we'd come in her house and be like, "Sorry, these these dog, the the two dogs and the cat just have been every like." It was her joke. It's like her excuse for a place being messy, I guess. I don't know. Like, or kind yeah. of not messy. Messy is a bad word. Uh, like, not Listen. spotless. Not inspection ready, as we would mm-hmm. say in the military. But yeah. <laughs> that's funny. And that's all we got today, folks. Be sure to follow Jada at Jada E. Williams on Twitter. And um, give us a follow. Give the show a follow. Um, at Mind of Griff spelled out on Twitter. Or you can email us at the curious mind of Griff, all spelled out at gmail.com. Also, be sure to like us on the podcast app, whichever one you're using, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening, guys.